Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Next is now. The Senate and the House of Representatives have approved a short-term spending bill to continue funding the government uh, through December 3rd. Remember, keep that date in mind. We'll come back to that. But lawmakers aren't out of the woods yet. So what is next? Uh, What is next and what is now in a hot and heavy way in our nation's capital is the fate of the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Uh, that uh, fate has not been determined yet, and we're going to break down where it is, uh, what the leanings are, and then what our inside sources are telling us in terms of the prospects uh, for that bipartisan infrastructure bill. So let's start. As the day began, Senator Chuck Schumer uh, talked about the, the vote on keeping the government open uh, and then said, now we really need to, to shift and uh, move forward on things that take us beyond just this uh, short-term crisis. This vote says we are keeping the government open. At this time, at any time, it is a very, very bad thing to let the government shut down. But at this time in particular, where there is so much going on in this country, and it does, it is a glimmer of hope as we go through many, many other activities. And I would say this, just as the CR is so important and requires bipartisan cooperation. I wish my colleagues on the other side of the aisle saw the debt ceiling as equally important and equally requiring bipartisan cooperation. They don't, and we are willing to move forward on debt ceiling ourselves. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, continues to be in the middle of the middle of all of this conversation about the infrastructure bill. She continues to put forward a positive face and a positive perspective. Uh, she still believes this will be called for a vote today, although the vote has not been scheduled. Uh, but here's what she said earlier today. I plan on moving forward in a positive way. And everybody has to think that this is the path we're on. It's not a fork in the road, maybe here, maybe there. It's a path that we're on. We're on a path to win the vote. I don't want to even consider any options other than that. That's just the way it is. And that's, that's our culture. You don't understand that culture. You don't understand that culture. But that's our culture. We go in it to win it. In it to win it is the word of the day. We actually heard uh, this same line from Jan Psaki in her White House press briefing just about an hour ago. Uh, She said that the president was in it to win it when it comes to the bipartisan infrastructure deal, that he he has cleared his schedule for the afternoon, the rest of the day, so that he could make calls, that he could meet with members of Congress, uh, particularly uh, those uh, progressives in the House uh, who really have the uh, leverage at the moment in terms of whether that bill actually gets put to the floor. Nancy Pelosi has a long history as Speaker of the House, and she just does not bring very many things to the floor if she is not 100% certain the outcome will be the outcome that she wants, in this case, passing the bipartisan infrastructure bill. And so everyone is sort of waiting uh, to see at what point, at what point, Will she delay the vote or cancel any uh, 
prospects of having that vote today. Today was the day they had set, and uh, we're continuing to keep all all eyes there. Uh, House Minority Leader uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, said Democrats should have enough votes to pass it by themselves, so they should go ahead and do that. All I know is they are the majority. They should have enough votes. I listened to the speaker claim that she's having challenges because somehow seats are not filled. She's only one vote short of where a full Congress is at. So I don't know how that's a challenge. All right. So, again, that's the minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, in the House saying, hey, the speaker has the vote. She should be able to shepherd her own uh, delegation across the line with this for the president and his agenda. Uh, although we all know it's like herding cats back there in Washington, D.C. So the speaker, the leader, the minority leader, they all have really tough jobs in terms of uh, trying to corral their members to to line up and and go. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin, of course, has been in the middle of a lot of this uh, in terms of the bipartisan infrastructure bill. He was a part of those conversations and negotiations. And now he's also has his own leverage as a moderate in the Senate. And uh, here's what he had to say today. You have a good piece of legislation. Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Take this one. Let's sit down and work what we can through the others and get where we can get. No two bills should ever be linked together to the point to where you're going to let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Never. I've never. I've been around for an awful long time in state and now in federal politics, and that should never be the case. Uh, right now, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is uh Uh, talking. I'm not sure what the setting actually is. She's answering some questions. She's talking to members of the House. Let's go live and listen to the speaker, how she's framing what is happening with the infrastructure bill. And each of these subcommittees do just exactly that. And with this continued resolution, we not only keep government open, keep checks flowing to, uh, to our veterans and Social Security recipients and the rest, but it's about, um, again, whether it's science at the National Institutes of Health, the education of our children, the protection of our environment. It's just a remarkable thing to think of all the things that we can do working together for the people. This comes in a especially sad time for us because of the destruction of Ida, and Congress, Madam Chair DeLauro was very much in the lead, working and putting together a bill in a very bipartisan way to help meet the needs. One of the fastest turnarounds in disaster occurrences, and people have told us that, who are waiting for uh, receiving these funds. This is quite remarkable. Hurricane Ida, its victims, other disasters eagerly await uh, this bill. And also to meet the needs of uh, the evacuees from Afghanistan. Some of us are particularly concerned about the women of Afghanistan, uh, but they and their families need uh, needed some uh, of our assistance in this regard to help communities help them. That for these and other reasons, we are very, very proud of this legislation. And I so that's House Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, talking about the passage of the bill to continue to fund the government, and uh, she has not uh, responded to what the fate of the infrastructure, the bipartisan infrastructure bill is. And, of course, many on the, the far left of the Democratic Party uh, are getting very frustrated with the Senate, particularly Joe Manchin, a moderate Democrat from West Virginia, and feel like he is holding things up on the broader $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill. Here's what Joe Manchin had to say today. Has no, your top no, line my, raised since my then? My top line has not been. My top line 
has been 1.5 because I believe in my heart that what we can do and what the needs we have right now and what we can afford to do without basically changing our whole society to an entitlement mentality. What do you say to people who hold on. you and Senator Sinema are holding this whole thing up? I'm not holding it. You know, we only have 50 votes. Basically take whatever we don't aren't able to come to agreement with today and take that on the campaign trail next year. And I'm sure that they'll get many more liberal, progressive Democrats with what they, they say they want. That's Senator Joe Manchin. The battle will continue. We'll keep our eye on it here at KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on a busy day in our nation's capital and right here in the state of Utah. Stay with us. Much more to come. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.